0: It says we're love, yay. Okay, got it. Okay. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our second episode of the virtual reality interview series. Today, we have Miss Latoya Bass. Hi. She is an awesome, awesome person, and I like her so much. And I'm so pleased that she is here today so, Ms. Bass, can you tell us about your business and your services? Yes. Thank you for having
1: me. Um, I, so actually, my business name has changed in the last couple of years. We were known as DNM Office Solutions, and now we are Alignment Business Solutions, and we are a client success and executive virtual assistant agency. Thank you.
0: yeah. You're yes. You're <laughs> being all bad. <laughs> That is great. So what kind of services do you offer? Are you still just offering accounting and bookkeeping or have you widened it since you're an agency?
1: Yeah, it's funny. A lot has changed, yeah. Makia. Um, so, so bookkeeping, we only offer through referral. So, But our focus and main services are executive virtual assistants and client success. A lot of people know it as program management. So we manage programs for coaches and content creators and stuff like
0: that. Okay. Very, very good, very good. I like the growth. I like the growth. Okay. So I know you're an extrovert, but are you an introvert or extrovert? Ah, it depends on the day. Like today I've been an extrovert, which is,
1: has been feeling really good. But there are some days I just have my face down and I just don't want
0: to talk. I understand. I've been that way, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah. So, How did you decide and how did you hear about being a virtual service professional?
1: Great question. So um, about five and a half well, six years ago, my son got sick with strep A in his bloodstream and he was in an ICU for two weeks on a ventilator. And then he was in the hospital an additional two weeks. And then I was working full time um, in corporate as an accountant. And he, when I got, he got sick, I went on FMLA. And so while I was on FMLA, I was still getting text messages and emails asking me questions about work and when I would come back. And I'm like, I literally just almost lost my son. Um, And so from there, I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I need to be able to put my family first and then do something that I love. Like I'm really good at bookkeeping and accounting, but I didn't love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I started researching like what kind of business could I start with my skills and my experience and at first I was thinking oh I can go into HR because I did payroll and all that other stuff but I was like no because I don't want to keep up on the laws (laughs) and all that other stuff and so then I stumbled upon virtual assistants which I didn't even know was a thing and then from there I was just like okay let me get everything I need to get in order my LLC insurance and all that other stuff and then I just started trying to meet with people. I got on Thumbtack
0: to find a client
1: and then I went to Upwork and then from there just kept growing. Great. I
0: started with Thumbtack too. It wasn't a good experience, but I did start with Thumbtack. Yeah, see, <laughs> you know, you paying $5 an hour. Yeah, you do all the things when you're all starting things. and you make all the mistakes too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yep.
1: And I was like, oh, I got my first client $5 an hour. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm going like
0: 40 hours a week and I'm <laughs> only getting $80. <$80." laughs> I know. Yes. I actually got stiffed. She made me do all the work because I didn't know you were supposed to get paid ahead. So Um, she made me do all this work. I think it was like 50 something hours. And then when it was time to pay me, she was, she was, she ghosted me. She like literally ghosted me. And then on thumbtack, she wrote a negative review and said, I tried to take advantage of her. I was devastated. I mean, literally devastated. I literally quit. I quit. And then three months later, I was like, hold up. That ain't me. I don't quit. Right, Right. So then I revamped and was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. But yes, I did have that experience and it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot.
1: Me too. She was my one and only from Thumbtack. One and
0: only. Yep, that was my one and only too. I was finished with Thumbtack after that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have any regrets? Like, should you have started sooner? Should you have left work sooner? oh I wish I could have left work sooner um my only regret was
1: trying to mimic what I was saying I was trying to do it every way that I saw people posting about it. I was like, oh well, my the way I'm doing it ain't working let me try this oh well that's not working with us so-and-so said they did this instead of me trying to figure out what felt good to me I was trying to copy everybody else that's my only regret
0: Yes. Everyone's journey and that your journey. That is a great lesson. That's a great lesson. So what is your dream role or client?
1: Ooh, you know, I've worked really hard to make sure I only align with people who match me morally. Mm-hmm. So my dream client, I actually have one of those right now. So my, I've changed my agency to a place to where I only work with two clients myself at a time and whoever else comes on works with the team. But my dream clients are someone is someone who understands that simplicity works. You don't have to have all of these systems doing all the things, have all of these offerings and making it harder on yourself and your team. I think when you realize that if you just keep it simple and then each year as you grow, you figure out what didn't work and make that more simple. I think that's what that that's my dream client.
0: Yes, yes. having all these systems and them not knowing how to use it and them expecting you to know how to use it and tell them how to use it's so confusing so yes I definitely understand that Mm -hmm. tell us something interesting that we don't know
1: (laughs) oh I have OCD you do I do I'm a first of all I'm a big Mm. germaphobe but I do everything in threes or fives like, even when I'm sending an email, I can't leave it. If I feel like it's going to be two sentences, I make it to where it's three. <laughs> and I yeah, I do everything in threes or five.
0: Oh, that's interesting. My boss hates the way I write emails, so I might have to learn from you. <laughs> he literally put that on my development plan. Really? Yes. He says my emails are too blunt and to the point. I'm like, I don't have time to play with anyone. No. Well, I want
1: to beat around the bush. That's a waste of my time and yours. Let me tell you what it is, what we got to do, and i come and keep it
0: moving. That's what I want. But no, <laughs> it is part of my development plan. So I have to take a class, Chad.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Okay. So what is one thing in your business that you did not expect?
1: Oh, <laughs> this actually just happened. So I'm a big like I get connected to people, like if I, if I work with you and I get to know you, I'm going to do whatever I can to support you, whether you pay me or not, and so I had this client, and when I say I love all my people, I love client, friends, whoever I love on you. and she was trying to, I found out she was trying to phase me out secretly, but when her and I would have our meetings, I was, I'm a certified director of operations, so when her and I would have our meetings, she was always like, oh, I love you. My business couldn't do this without you. And then we were in a meeting with a new hire. And the way she was talking to her was as if she was replacing me. I was like, oh, no, that's not what she said. Let me go look at the priorities they're talking about. And one of the number seven of the priority of seven was to phase me out secretly. That's one thing I did not expect in business. I mean, you know, you have people who be like, "Oh, it didn't work out." But when you connect with somebody and you have them telling you stuff, when you find out that they is not really true, that does you can't never get prepared for that. So that's one thing I did not expect for people, for people that I love on to not love on me back.
0: Yes, definitely feel that this week. Definitely feel <laughs> oh, that
1: this week. It, it was when I say emotional, and I have a lady on my team who's a copywriter. She's also awesome my sister, but copywriter. And so I was like, can you help me find the professional words to say?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and so she gave me two options. say you can say this if you just don't care. Or you can say this if you want to be like the bigger person. So you know me, I'm going to be the bigger person. But yeah, I was not, I don't, ex- I don't expect, and especially a professional environment for people to come at you like that. Yeah. But it happens.
0: It happens. So, is there any way we can ever be petty? Yep. Okay, just make a show. That was awesome. <laughs> I was ready yesterday. <laughs> make
1: a show,
0: just make a show. Yes, absolutely. So what is one piece of advice that you would give someone starting out as a virtual assistant? Uh,
1: be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like, like when you want to do your business, do your business how you should feel, feel like you should do your business. If your personality is excited all the time, don't water it down. Be excited all the time. Um, don't and don't focus on the dollar, because what's meant for you will come to you. I promise, it will.
0: It will. That is a very good point, because I don't, I don't think about money, and money doesn't drive me, and so it, it's more fulfilling to me, because it doesn't drive me.
1: Yep, I think about my impact more than I think about my bank balance.
0: Yes. Impact is what what God's looking at Chad. That's what yep. God's looking at. Yeah. So, what is your biggest client pet peeve? <sighs> don't
1: message me after five p.m. Monday through Friday. <laughs> you have some clients. You know they don't really understand that. Oh, they are running a business too. They honestly, a lot of people, and you have to make it clear to them. Like I'm a business owner. I partner with you. I don't work for you. And so they get confused and be like, oh, well, I have, you have to do this and this and this. And then they message you at 9 or 10 o'clock at night and then expect the response. Set the precedent like, no, 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, or I'm trying to get to where it's 8 to 5, Monday to Thursday and Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and my weekends. But um, not respecting boundaries, especially trying to contact me after business hours is a big pet peeve.
0: Um, I actually just finished a welcome packet for an on, um, onboarding client. And I was doing my hours and I made sure that it said from three to seven, because Mm -hmm. I still work a full-time job and Mm -hmm. I ain't going to be answering you all day long. I might answer you every once in a while, but Mm -hmm. my focus, because I'm getting paid, is to work those eight hours for my job Mm -hmm. in addition to running my business. So I I do make it clear that, you know, I'm responsive after three o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely um, important to set your boundaries. Definitely.
1: Because in the beginning I was like, "Oh, let me do whatever they need, just so I can have a client." But then you get burnt out and overwhelmed, and I was like, "Nope, if you want to talk to me, eight to five, Monday through Friday. I don't talk on Saturdays or Sundays." Yes.
0: How do you practice self care?
1: Ooh. Um. So I, I leave like I log off, in my team knows I log off at noon every Friday, and Friday is my day where I'm resting, and either taking care of something on my body like my nails and eyebrows or whatever or I'm just like relaxing I have to relax and you know what getting to a place where I only work with clients who understand me is also a way I practice self-care because you know I used to have clients where I was stressed all the time and thinking about them all the time but then when you get to a place where you have clients who understand how you work and appreciate how you work like when you log off you really log off
0: yeah, I'm trying to get to the Saturday point. I take Friday as my CEO day and, yeah. and some appointments are on Saturday for, until three o'clock, but yeah. I'm trying to get to the point where Saturday is my whole day. So I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah, it's a working
1: progress.
0: It sure. is. What are you most excited or proud of now? Oh, I love your new branding. So that's awesome.
1: That's exciting. That was very exciting because I really feel like it speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Um what am oh that's ooh so last year was my first 6 figure year i'm very excited about that because when you when i started i was just like oh, am i gonna get there jesus um so and i've been in my business full time for 2 years now that's exciting to know and sometimes i forget about it and be like i haven't really done anything but then i'm like wait a minute i built this that's the most exciting part to know i built it
0: Yes, that's the way I feel right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm embarking on a new journey and I'm passionate about it mm-hmm. and it's getting recognized and it's just making me feel valid mm-hmm. that what I'm doing is is working even though it's not working right now. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly.
1: Even though you may think, oh, it's not working right now, I can guarantee you there's at least two people who are looking at you
0: like, oh my goodness, I want to be like Nakia. No. Yeah. yeah. I have a couple people asking me, can you help me start my business? I'm like, why are you going to ask me? Yes. Oh yeah. like you end up like he, beast at helping you get your business organized. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I like doing it. Okay. If you had a budget in your business that you could do anything with, what would you spend it on? oh
1: Team retreats. I want, yeah. I love my team. I love, like when I say I love my team, I love my team. I buy them gifts and stuff all the time because I greatly appreciate them. So if I had a limited budget, I'd definitely take us on a retreat for at least two weeks every year.
0: Two weeks. Uh-huh. Where
1: are you going first? Oh, honey, you want somebody's like, I want to go to Bora Bora or something. Like somewhere where we can be like secluded and just bond and have fun.
0: So is your team close by or are they spread out? So
1: I have one team member who's here locally. Um, one in Florida, one in North Carolina. No, I have two here locally one in Florida, one in North Carolina, and then I have a bookkeeper um, in India, but he's been with me for like almost four years.
0: Okay, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is one question you wish you asked, and how, what is one question you wish I'd asked, and how would you have answered it? Um, I think you came with some good questions. Um, I don't have one, for real. Okay. That's interesting, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to give the reality of working virtually yeah. and that's why I'm doing the interview because, you know, I keep seeing these things that say I'm going to make 10,000 in, in three months or six months. I keep saying, seeing these things that says I'm a VA coach. I did it in three months and, and it's just a wonderful thing. And I want to really, um, break those, those, those lies. I mean, oh, I think that some people get so, so Frustrated at work, that they just jump, thinking that that's going to be their journey, and it's not. No, you cannot. I promise you, you
1: cannot look at anybody, do it exactly how they did, and have the same results. You are a completely different person, and that is one thing. Like that is really big. You see a lot of people posting, "I made my client this much money," but one thing you have to remember is they can. You can edit a photo. And I've even heard of people talking about how people are posting their, oh, it was it Shopify or something, balance, and that's not the real balance. There's an app that you can put in to edit it to make it seem like that's their balance. And it's really not. So don't, I mean, no offense to those who are making their money and talking about it, but don't focus solely on that because it's you're not going to do anything but stress yourself out and then burn out. Yeah, so, sorry. don't focus on that dollar. Don't just do it because you love it, not because. Yes. You, and don't quit your job because Sally over here quitted hers after a month and made $10,000 because you need to make the money that's going to sustain your lifestyle and your business and doing it how Sally $10,000, ain't it? I
0: don't know nobody. No, gas alone is $10,000. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so where can listeners find you online, and I did post all your links, so where can listeners find
1: you online? So, we are mainly active on Facebook and Instagram, I'm trying to get more active on LinkedIn, but if you go to AlignmentBusinessSolution.com, um, our Facebook is Alignment Business, Instagram is Alignment Business, and LinkedIn is Alignment Business
0: Solutions. Okay, cool. Oh, it was a really great interview. See, it was short and sweet and I didn't bother you at all. And I appreciate you. I definitely appreciate you. So thank you very much. Thank you. Have fun. I know. So see y'all later. It was nice of y'all to join us.